Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Whatnots Review Show, uh, where each week we have a different story to talk about. Could be a comic book, a movie, t- TV show, all sorts of m- mediums, all sorts of genres. Uh, so there is b- bound to be something for every one. Uh, but yeah, this week is episode 127, and we are going to be covering Frankenstein, Agent of Shade, for our ongoing Halloween month tradition, mm-hmm. spooky month. So that's good. I'm excited to t- 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 talk about all of this. Uh, my name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as always, by Melissa Wilkinson. Yep. Yeah, Melissa, how's how's your weekend going? It's so good. Far? I was just telling you that I just baked three cakes. This is what yeah. I do when I we pushed the podcast back a couple hours today, and this is what I do when I have a couple spare hours. I'm like, I might as well bake several desserts. <laughs> That's great. Mm-hmm. I I just got done playing a video game called Spirit Fairer. Uh-huh. And it's a bunch of, like, resource management, basically. But your job is to ferry people to the afterlife and, like, help them go about their final businesses and stuff like that. And then deliver them on to the afterlife. And one of the things that you can do in there is cook for them. So uh-huh. you have this, like, stove, and you put things on the stove, and then food pops out. But yeah, that would be that would be the only way that you would find me baking several cakes at one time is in a video game. Like, let's, let's just make some, some food for these people. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm making a cake just for myself. <laughs> uh, that sounds so Cut. good, though. What 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 kind of cakes? Um, I'm making a banana cake because it's a type I haven't tried before, and I just had bananas I needed to use up, so it was appropriate timing. And then I'm gonna make some chocolate and peanut butter buttercream. I don't know if I've like I know they exist, but I don't know if I've seen or ha- ha- had a banana cake. Typically, you put. I feel like bread takes all the banana shine. People ain't thinking right, yeah. about putting it in a cake. Yeah, like bread, but better bread. Cake, right? Fancy bread, <laughs> birthday yeah. bread. A cake is a birthday bread. Birthday bread. Wow, that opens up a whole new world. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's see. My weekend has been okay. We moved the podcast a little bit this morning because I did not sleep well Mm. last night, and I felt terrible this morning. Uh, So I was just like, I need a little bit of time to get myself going. Mm. Um, But here we are, about to dive into week two of our spooky month, Frankenstein, Agent of Shade. So, Melissa, you came to me with an idea. Uh huh. You you were like, hey, I don't really know much about like the dark magic side of DC or Marvel comics, mm-hmm. uh, and so you 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 had suggested it would be a really neat thing to explore that stuff. 
And I was like, yeah, that's actually a really good idea. So I pitched a number of things uh, that were that was kind of on that darker magic side of the mm-hmm. big popular comics and stuff like that. And Frankenstein, Agent of Shade, was one of them. Um, that one I didn't know much about when I was pitching it. I just mm-hmm. saw it was only 17 issues. It was... <laughs> Uh, written by Jeff Lemire, who I know we both really enjoy, uh, and then I know Matt Kent c- c- comes on in the second half of the 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 book here. Um, but it was one that I was like, I actually don't know anything about this this character or shade or yeah. who they are or what they do. Uh, but we had seen him pop up in another comic that that we had read which was uh the dc rebirth superman yeah yeah there's it's just a series of superman adventures him he's got a 10 year old son in this version they're just sort of sweet Mm -hmm. like family friendly close to home little superhero adventures and then one issue frankenstein is just there like yeah. I like I know he's a public domain character. Anybody could have Frankenstein, but I didn't know mm-hmm. DC had Frankenstein. Like you could oh, just yeah. run into him anywhere. Yeah, they 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 have a number of characters like that. I I know the popular ones are Dracula and Frankenstein, but mm-hmm. they're yeah they're all. You can run into werewolves and vampires and all sorts of stuff. Van Helsing, I'm sh- I'm sure, is in there if he's public domain. I'm not sure, but yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. Well, if he's Drac, if Dracula is, Van Helsing is. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they had some. St- of like Van Helsing will always remain in our custody. <laughs> yeah, the, the Stoker family estate could take one character to keep for themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So you ended up p- 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 picking Frankenstein, Agent of Shade. Mm. Why did you want to go with that one? Uh, like I said, I was initially baffled that there was a DC kind of superhero action adventure comic about frankenstein okay yeah. and i did want to see a little bit more from that world it sounded like it would be kind of goofy just sort of a good time sure. you know and like yeah there's opportunities there for more existential thought as there is with any frankenstein story and which is something i appreciate about the character like as silly or as serious as you want to go frankenstein can handle it yeah, yeah, he's he's just like, but am I a monster or am I a man or what am I? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, it's 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 good. This one uh, was an interesting read. Now mm. having read all seventeen or so issues, there there's also a issue zero that's thrown in. Yeah, I think it's an issue in. zero and then issues one through sixteen, something like that. Yeah. Um, but now having read that, I wouldn't really say this is a good introduction into the kind of darker magic side of no. stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, it seems insular. Like there's mentions of other, like there's mentions of like a animal man or, or mm-hmm. 
I don't know if they mentioned Swamp Thing or if they just kept being an ad for Swamp Thing when you finished the comic. I forget if he was in the narrative or not. But yeah, they not mentioned really, things, but I'll but, we'll we'll actually mention him down the road once yeah. we can get into spoilers and stuff. Yeah, but there's but. not a lot of interaction with anything else in the DC universe. Yeah, for that that first half of the book, kind of the main DC character that you see is Ray Palmer, who's the Adam. He's basically DC's version of Ant-Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know that was a pre-existing guy. Yeah, Ray Palmer. So he like that was interesting to see us like why is Ray Palmer here like I know he's a scientist but this is just strange. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for that that first half, there's not much to it. It's k- kind of monster of the week, and it's not until the second half of the book that we really start to get into some of the darker magic side of the DC universe with the rot, yeah, stuff like that. But uh funny enough i so i'm i shouldn't really say familiar with the rot but one of the things that i also pitched was uh justice league dark the uh uh, ongoing series that's happening right now in like 2020 2019 i think it started in 20 like late 2018 so it's been running for like a year and a half Mm -hmm. so ish um and that series has been phenomenal uh, highly re- re- recommend that. I would say that is actually a great place okay. to get a like who's who, 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 but Swamp Thing sh- shows up in that. J- 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 John C- 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 Constantine. We see the Rot. We see the Red. We see the Green. We see all of that of that stuff. And so I, that was my first experience with the rot of just like who are what 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 is this you know all that stuff i come to find out that it debuted in animal man in the new 52 which was also mm-hmm. being written by jeff lamir at the same t- time that this was um so it's kind of Jeff Lemire's invention, I think, nice. to inc- include the the rot in in the stuff, and unfortunately, yeah, once he's off the book, that's when they kind of go more into the rot and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And so that's why you start to see the cross uh, 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 okay. over with Animal Man and stuff like that. So there you go. But what did you think? Now that we've read this, what were your thoughts or your like g- your general thoughts on Frankenstein, Agent of Shade? These are very dense books, and I liked a lot of what was included, but I wish it would have slowed down a bit more so that I could spend more yeah. time with every really out there character and concept they threw at you. Like it's Frankenstein in this set of creature commandos. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, Dr. Nina Mazursky, my new favorite DC Comics character, who's like a, a lady scientist fish woman. Like, she was a yep. lady, and then she's like, I would like to be stronger and more invincible, so I'm going to turn myself into a fish woman. I did yeah. this to myself. <laughs> <laughs> she's walking around in this little, like, Abe Sapien suit. She's great. And then there's, like, a, a vampire guy and a werewolf guy and a mummy. And we get to know Nina pretty well, but the other three, like, we don't spend a ton of time with them. Yeah. I would have loved if this series slowed down a bit 
and we could really get to know Velcoro the mummy, the uh, the, the, the vampire pilot. Who I just called Velcro the whole, the whole yeah, time. Yeah, Velcro. I'm yeah. like, look, I, I don't know how to say your name. I know it's Velcoro, but it's Velcro. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's it. Uh, I, I, I ended up liking it okay. Yeah, I, I yeah. I didn't think it was amazing. I think, to be honest, I think the first half of the book was not great. Sorry, yeah. J- 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 Jeff. Uh, but once Matt Kent got on the book, I felt it got a lot better, and it did slow down. Yes, it did. Some, uh, which is I was like, yes, this is more of what I yes. want here. So now I need to ask you, what what do I know Matt Kent from? Because I saw that name, and I'm like, I'm de- I've definitely heard this name before, but I cannot um, tell where. I'm trying to think of if there's anything i don't think we've covered anything of his yeah but i know i've mentioned to you i opened up spotify why, why the hell <laughs> spotify um i i know i've mentioned to you a bunch of the valiant comics oh we've read yes. some of the, those yes he eventually uh came on to valiant comics um Shortly after their kind of relaunch in 2012, I believe. Uh, so it was like a year and a half, two years after that. He kind of came on and was kind of like their main architect for a bunch of okay. that stuff. And yeah, they started really t- t- taking off with that. So he's he, 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 he's a fantastic writer. Um, but I, I, I've not read much of his stuff besides some valiant things i know there's a series that people really like wait have we oh god you know what i think let me see here (laughs) we may have read something um let's see type it in my google machine Mm -hmm. we did what Department H oh, by Matt Oh, that's Kent. where I know him from. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. That was yeah, a long um, time ago. That was. I was like, because, I, I, yeah, I could have sworn we covered something, but I was like, I don't think we did. Maybe not. Yeah, we covered uh, Department H. Let me look it up here. Department H, episode 12. Wow. Man, that was more than 100 episodes ago. We were babies. Yeah, we, we were from... recording that episode from the fourth Man. grade. Can't, yeah, right? Um, yes, we've read Department H, uh, but I know he has a – or we read, like, the first half because I think yeah. it's only, like, four volumes or so, and I think we read the first two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he has another series called Mind Management that I know people like a lot. Okay. Um, so, yeah. He has that similar indie style to Jeff Lemire, so. Yeah, nice. Yeah, now that you mentioned Department H, I can see it. Because that was also a book that had really interesting kind of non-human amorphous threats that this ragtag bunch of operatives Mm -hmm. was trying to fight against in a weird setting. Yeah, that weird, like, almost sci-fi, but not really almost horror, but not really. Yeah, so. 
good spooky vibes all around regardless though so uh yeah yeah i i i I ended up liking this book i Mm. at the end of the day though i think unfortunately it's kind of forgettable i love the concept i'll say I yeah. wish this would be like an animated series or movie. I think that's where this premise might really cool. be able to shine. I, 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 I think what unfortunately happens is that Justice League Dark ends up kind of t- t- taking the cake, so yeah. how to speak on this stuff, because it's essentially just a Justice League team filled with similar characters like magic users and monsters and stuff mm-hmm. like that uh, and i know looking at frankenstein's dc co- co- comics wikipedia page <laughs> he eventually does join justice league dark like after the events in this yeah. series that we read so yeah the, i mean it's it like and it's also a more recognizable name like mm-hmm. justice league dark it's like ooh, that's yeah spooky you know? mm. it's like shade what shade god another shade acronym is. i have to remember right, yeah. yeah so um but yeah that's kind of g- 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 general thoughts uh i think if you're a fan of jeff lemire's kind of mm. mainstream superhero he- work uh, this is one to at least check out because I think yeah. it's very similar to some of the things that we've kind of read of his in the past. Um, but yeah, it's him on doing some work for the big two. So there you go. Let's do a brief synopsis of what the actual plot is for this because we've kind of talked about it as a concept, but. First off, Shade stands for Superhuman Advanced uh, Defense Executive. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So that that's a mouthful, like the rest Oof. of the acronyms. Yeah, th- this is a story that is chock full of acronyms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very reverse engineered acronyms. But it's basically it this really organization is. of weird superhuman people you know you've got a frankenstein as we mentioned uh, a fish lady scientist a vampire pilot a werewolf a mummy etc you know it's ruled over not ruled over but you know presided over by this father time entity that re- randomly regenerates into a spontaneous new body every decade the entire yeah. headquarters is a three inch floating orb that just travels around the world and you need both teleportation and shrinking to get inside? Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little strange, but I, I kind of like how strange it, 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 it is, though. Mm. Of, of, like, they could have just made this some, like, you need magic to see the headquarters yeah. or something. But it's like, no, it's just a three-inch floating ball that Ray palmer had sh- shrunk from its, its original <laughs> size to make it small <laughs> yeah it's like it's not just mobile or very small it's both of them we went to extremes to make sure nobody can get into this place yeah and there, there there's no d- 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 doors on the thing yep, so you have to orb. teleport you have to teleport inside and they have to mix it with Ray P- P- Palmer's shrinking t- tech. And, mm. and it's just like, uh, 
which is a little much, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good. Like, I, 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 I like just how, yeah, how much of that stuff there, there, there is. But yeah, so that's the organization they are kind of sent out to deal with these threats that are monster based slash yeah. magic based kind of like they're they don't really say like hey we specifically deal with this one mm-hmm. thing right but they are kind of an organization that will deal with monsters and magic and stuff like that um the 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 arcane yeah um which is yeah where i think kind of the redundancy for justice league dark comes in because that's also their wheel house Mm. um but yeah and for frankenstein is kind of later of the squad there he is functionally immortal since he's not he's alive but he's not really he's not Uh dead though um and we know that he can kind of not regenerate but he can like replace body parts if they get cut off or ripped off or Mm -hmm. stuff like that um and yeah they just kind of go from place to place fighting these monsters Mm -hmm. and stuff and that's mostly it yeah (laughs) it's not much to it besides that um yeah, I, I, do, I do want to mention it's not really t- t- towards, or it's more towards the second half of the book that we do start to slow down a bit, and it's yes. not just Monster of the Week, and we do start mm. to get, uh, like, one bigger story. Like, hey, you know, here's here's some, something that will last a, a few ish, issues. Um, so if nothing else, stick it out for the second half of, uh, of the book. Yeah. There you, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's get into housekeeping, and then we can jump into spoilers and stuff like that. Uh, so if you did not know, we have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots. Uh, you guys can find out more information on our website, which is thewhatnots.com. Uh, or you, you can use your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Just t- type in The Whatnots, and all of our shows will pop up right there. Uh, if you like what we do, Patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, we have all kinds of exclusive content up there at our $3 tier as well. We recently put up a community game night Jackbox party pack let's play kind of thing uh, so that is up there if you guys want to check it out as well as a bunch of uh, other stuff speaking of uh spooky things yeah. we did w- once cover a uh a few episodes of the x files yeah uh, for for uh, a patreon exclusive thing for the for the review show that we're on here now um mm-hmm. that was fun so you guys can check that out as well uh but yeah I think that is about it for housekeeping. Last but not least, big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. So thank you so much, Sam. Thanks, for Sam. For helping us out and supporting us and keeping the mics on. All right, housekeeping done. Let's get into spoilers. Oh, man, my uh, spoiler graphic was chugging. Oof. 
there on that. So I I moved a bunch of things off of my computer mm-hmm. onto an external hard drive, but the hard drive basically just remains in my computer. Computer. So all that uh-huh. stuff is now on S. I'm wondering if it's that stuff because I hmm. notice some things every now and then, and it's a little slow to load and stuff like that. So I might have to move some of those things back onto my mm-hmm. SSD. Anyways, no one cares about that stuff. <laughs> um, Melissa, where did you yeah. want to start with for Frankenstein? Oh. Also, I really like the characters in this book. Okay. I wish we got the only thing was I wish we got to spend more time with them. Like we meet Lady Frankenstein again, who was in mm-hmm. those Superman comics we read. She's got four arms. She's very cool. I don't think she, I noticed that she had four arms in the Superman thing. She does. Uh, yeah. I, 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 it was here. I was like, oh, she has four off, four arms. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know why it took the world this long to say, like, why should any Frankenstein be limited to only like the right. natural, uh, traditional human number of limbs? Like, we can put as many on there as we want. She can Spider-Man have four Man arms. once had six arms. That's wow. Fine. When? Yeah. Uh, er, 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 early on, he he got um, well, I, I was it. Morbius, I think, was messing with him or something, and <laughs> and yeah, means like more blood I can drink. Right. Uh, no, but he did something to kind of change his DNA, and yeah, he became <laughs> Man Spider, and he had six, 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 six arms, and he's like, "Oh no, Doc, Kirk Connors, help me out! I can't live like this. Mary Jane <laughs> won't like me." I have too many arms. You have too few arns. I think we can yeah. work out a deal, Kurt Connors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Two for one sale right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like she's in this and then she she leaves. She quits Shade. She's like, I'm not doing this anymore. And she like mm-hmm. walks off into the sunset. And then we don't get back to her again before the book ends. I'm like, oh, I liked her. I wanted to see her what she was off doing on her own. The story never circled back around to her. Yeah. To, to be honest, though, I kind of like that she, like, that was the way they took her character. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I like I her like a that. lot. I want to see more of her, but I also don't want her to just be relegated to this, like, uh, like, not, I mean, I guess she's not, I was going to say, like, <laughs> the jaded ex who's just like, I don't want to have to, I, I don't want to deal with you mm. or think about our our past past relationship or have Frankenstein be pining after her. So I like that mm. she shows up and they're both just reluctant and then she leaves and that's it and they move on. Yeah. And maybe they mention her once or twice again or something. I like I like that she's just out there yeah that, that is sense. nice who yeah. knows who lady frankenstein is protecting she's maybe she's watching over all of us and i like that she leaves like she can work with frankenstein mm-hmm. you know like they split up a while back they still they're in the same circles they can be civil with each other and she leaves because it was father time who was screwing everything up like hey remember when you two tried to create uh, a son in a tube uh Good and, times. and then you yeah, then you guys thought that you killed the son 
actually, no, I took the son, and then I kept growing him in a different tube secretly. And sorry, guys, he escaped, and as his parents, you're the only people that can bring him back. Whoops, you have to kill him again. Uh, sorry. Yeah. And she's like, I can't believe you did this. This sucks. Yeah. I'm leaving. Yeah. Um, I in So, oddly enough, I kind of felt like this book was a lot like... I, I, I guess not oddly enough, but it's basically Hellboy. It is very Hellboy. Different characters, yeah, uh, which I liked a lot, but I also felt like we didn't get enough of because, again, yeah. we don't spend the ta- 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 time with these characters. But uh, on my list of shame is a whole bunch of Hellboy ca- 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 comics, same. namely all like of I, them. Yeah, I, like I love the movies. I've never picked up any of the comics. Yeah, Not yet. I would like to. Um, but yeah, like that's like I, I get Hellboy vibes, but I also don't know how much time they spend on the characters mm-hmm. early on and how much they just dive right in. Like, I'm wondering if they were kind of banking on that of, like, hey, Hellboy is really, really popular. What if we just do what they're doing but with our own characters? Um, and some sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. Um, but, yeah, like, I was really interested in... Khalees, I believe is how you say yes. his name, the mummy character, because everyone in the book was also mystified by him. Yeah. Like, who we is this We don't know this who this guy, guy is. Yeah. What can he do? Why is he so powerful? <laughs> and, he doesn't really and, talk. He's yeah. not as social as the rest of us. He doesn't chime in during group chats while we're traveling somewhere. He's the mysterious quiet type. Yeah. he's uh, He doesn't really show up for antics right yeah Yeah, no antics for this mummy (laughs) and what's especially great about his character is that he is a mummy like when you first you get that splash page of here are the creature commandos and there's like a little blurb about each of them he gets to Khalees and it's like this is Khalees he's a mummy we don't know anything else I'm like oh so we don't know who could be underneath those bandages and I wondered if it was going to be a reveal like okay I'm not really a mummy I'm somebody else from this universe disguised as a mummy to like infiltrate the creature commandos yeah Yeah, that would have been interesting Um, but yeah I mean they mentioned he he's he's like thousands of years old Mm -hmm. and stuff so yeah he, he just in like but um, he's wrapped in mystery. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> literally wrapped in mystery. But yeah, I I, I liked his character. I, um, I the, the one thing I didn't like about him though is he is k- kind of the Deus Ex Machina, where yeah. he just kind of shows up. He's like, okay, I will do the thing that solves this all for you. Here you go. Um, <laughs> But but that's that's the thing. That's also k- kind of what made it so interesting. If like if he is the Deus Ex Machina, why is he not in command of this stuff? Or like what what is going on here? Like why does he not just solve all of this stuff yeah. that much faster? I don't know. But um, yeah, it it yeah. I I I liked the characters a lot. I the the doctor's name her name was nina dr nina mazursky i love that she like never took on like i don't think they mention any kind of like 
super heroic or like code name or anything. It's like her name has always been Nina Mazursky, even after she transformed herself into a, a creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is, she's another one of the characters that kind of reminds me of the hell stuff, right? Like you mentioned, she has this like Abe Sapien looking suit. Yeah. Yeah, like it has all of those same ingredients. So I could see how something like this would really, really work in the DC universe. I just think kind of redundant since they have yeah. justice league dark but <laughs> i don't know I, oh, I like these guys too i love nina visually this i think the series does have great visual designs like i said i love lady mm-hmm. frankenstein with her four arms nina is you think about those old b-movie horror posters where it is like the creature from the black lagoon and then the like beautiful woman in the clingy dress like wailing yeah. she's like both of those laid on top of Com- each other she's got this combined, like yeah yeah beautiful feminine figure and these like big shiny eyes but like in a fish face y- y- yells yeah like, yeah uh, so the art was done by Alberto Ponticelli. Mm. Um, and yeah, the art was interesting. I, I don't know if I was a fan of the artwork at first, but I think like the rest of the book, I think it improved as the series went on, mm-hmm. which is also neat to see how the the book can kind of come into, into its own and be like, oh, this is actually not bad. This is kind of yeah. good. I like this. I I I. I think the thing that threw me off at first with the artwork is in the same way that there is just an absurd amount of like acronyms and you didn't yes. need to make this small as well there's just a lot in the back in the yes. background of the artwork and with the way that they did the line work and some of the like distorted perspectives on the characters and stuff it was just there was a lot going on yeah so it was a little bit hard to take in at first but it it gave the characters this really distinct feeling Mm -hmm. uh, which i liked like it doesn't necessarily feel like it's a dc comics book it feels like it is more of an indie book because of that it's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's not their house style. It's not like, oh, Superman will show up and he's he's going to look like the handsome boy scout. <laughs> like, if Superman showed up, he would be a little bit more grotesque, <laughs> which is k- k- kind of an interesting thought. Superman, uh, but he has too many pores and crags on his skin. Right, yeah. <laughs> Superman, uh, but his hands are big enough to do. crush you. Right, yeah. Yeah, like, that's the thing, like, uh, Frankenstein's teeth in this were huge, right? Um, We see uh, Father Time, you know, and he's in the body of this little... In this little girl, and she has the, like, Japanese school girl outfit on and a domino mask. Yeah. But when she pops up it's always on this like hologram thing mm-hmm. and her face is like really big and distorted like she's looking in some fish eye yeah just being like can you hear me 
<laughs> Frankenstein, you're back to work. Yeah. Yeah. And like I like that stuff I kind of liked. Like it g- gave it this personality that was really d- 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 distinct. Mm. So I liked that a lot. Yeah. Good, good artwork. Yeah. I really like what this book does with its panels later on i forget exactly what issue this is but a couple issues from the end frankenstein is starting to have all of these flashbacks to the lives of his body part donors and he was victor frankenstein made him out of body parts Mm -hmm. from all criminals all the, the the scum of the earth that he could find so frankenstein's having these flashbacks to like all right i i got in all these all these barroom brawls i killed my children i murdered my wife and the panels are just inserted into the the page narrative like normal, and like the colors are desaturated. Like that's mm-hmm. the only key letting you know this is a flashback, and they just keep popping up. They're they're there like every couple of pages. You see more, and there's no dialogue. It's just these like rough, violent sketches of human action, and yeah. then Frankenstein, and you can guess that's what they are. And then Frankenstein confirms pages later. I keep getting these visions of what my body parts used to do before they became me. Yeah. Uh, and then they they use that same thing to great effect. There's a fight that they're having again later on in the book. And I think it's Velcoro uh, hits the bad guy with this certain beam that makes them mm. see their greatest fear or something. And uh, it, it hits Frankenstein too and he's just like oh yeah I thought you would be fine since you're not really dead but you're not really alive Mm. either we don't know Uh, he's like yeah I thought you'd be fine you you seem fine right now you obviously didn't see your greatest hair but right as he says that we get one more of those panels and it's just a shot of Nina Mazursky dead dead and he's just like, oh, like he, like he's just so used to like seeing these like nightmarish things that it's just mm-hmm. like he ha- it has no effect on him. But at the same yeah. time, like that one in particular is very affecting to yes. the reader to be like, uh, he actually cares for these people. Mm-hmm. Like, like it, it, it makes you think about the other flashbacks that he ha- has to not be this like oh, am I just this murdering monster that needs to do all this stuff? He Like, he's seeing this stuff and be like, how do I fix it? How do I yeah. stop it? Like, how, how how do I help the next of kin of these mm. p- people? Or how do I make it right? And he's, yeah. So it, it's, it's not this like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm struggling with wanting to murder p- people or stuff like that that I think s- some books would go into. Yeah. But it's just like, no, how? How do I help? Yeah, he's violent only in this righteous way. And he's got a big Mm -hmm. sword (laughs) that he's always saying something dramatic and then like stabbing somebody down their spine or whatever. It's the sword of the Archangel Michael. Oh, I don't don't think that came up. He he, he mentioned it. (laughs) But yeah. They must have just like gotten jammed in there with all the other bits of this story <laughs> it's right, an yeah. archangel's short sword okay okay frankenstein yeah he's like i am made up of monsters i am yeah. a monster so i know a monster when i see one 
and I have the power and the responsibility to take them out. Like he's got a, mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't brood so much because you can tell like he's like, I have a purpose in life. I have a clear purpose that I know and that I understand and that I know the steps that it takes to do that purpose and right. I will just yeah. keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's k- kind of why he t- 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 tames up with sh- sh- Shade to mm. be like, oh, these guys have the resources to help me do all of that stuff, you know? So, um, yeah, so I I kind of wanted to talk about this whole rot story. Yeah. About midway through, I think it's, I think it was the last issue of Jeff Lemire's run. Mm. K- 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 kind of when they introduce it, I think. Yeah. Um, and or it's it's something like that because it's the one where there's that town that has the yeah. I think that's still Jeff Lemire. I don't remember if that was his no. last issue. Yeah, or I not, think that but. is the last one where like uh, Frankenstein and Nina go into a swamp trying to track down Animal Man, and you know Animal Man like the last person who saw him was this local police officer, and the, now that guy's missing along with Animal Man and his family, and they like mm-hmm. find that guy, and he's like. Oh, he's so grotesque. It's like such great horror design. Like oh, now yeah. we're getting somewhere. This guy's like bulbous and misshapen and melting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh he, he yeah, he he looks like he's like yeah, melting and bubbling mm. up but also turning into something else yeah. almost like new kinds of limbs are starting to grow out of him. Um mm-hmm. more bug like yeah. but it's still not a, like he's not actually turning into a b- b- bug or stuff like that he's just yeah this like grotesque misshapen new thing and they find out that it is the rot now the rot like i mentioned at the start yeah. is k- 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 kind of a new thing i did not realize that reading the book um that Jeff Lemire introduced it in the Animal Man comic that he mm. was writing parallel to the Frankenstein stuff here. So that's why they had that cross over. But yeah, then he introduced it into this book, and that's when we start to get the big storyline here with the rot. So this is kind of one of the first big storylines mm. with the rot. And they've stuck in the DC That's universe. That's good to yeah, yeah, I had never heard of this uh, antagonistic entity before these books. And it seems so, so well-tuned to the Frankenstein story specifically. I thought it was original yeah. to this series. Um, well, so it, it the rot is an enemy of the red and the green. Yes. Uh, which we were introduced to in this book, but you might also know the green because the green is uh, what the Swamp Thing is in ah, charge of. He's he's like their, yeah. their ch- 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 champion. He is yes. the green made manifest. Um, so that's where he gets all of his powers from. And I think Jeff Lemire's book was basically positioning animal man as the as like he is the red made manifest uh, which is very 
different from the Grant Morrison animal man. They don't really mention the red in that. Um, But yeah, that I think is an interesting take on that. And then the rot has also kind of become known as the the black. It is this force of as this force of excuse me, I cannot speak as this force of decay, and it's kind of the third wheel in this triangle but it is the more the most antagonistic stuff uh-huh. and its champion also k- k- kind of sw- uh, springs out of the swamp thing or they mostly go with the arcane the arcane f- family okay uh, let me see i think i had it <laughs> pulled up here uh anton arcane Arca- arcane William oh, arcane. literally the arcane family i thought you meant like the branch of dc comics with like zatanna <laughs> Uh well uh, yeah again I'm just starting to read okay. about okay. Arcane in Justice League Dark because they, yeah. they 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 they're they're in- introduced uh in that but let me see what is Anton Arcane yeah and the the we haven't exactly specified the green is this like force of nature it is the force of flora right. and the red is the force of living things of flesh of fa- of um uh fauna yeah flora and fauna that's the terms mm-hmm. yeah it, which is very magic the gathering i don't know if you know anything about magic the gathering mm, yeah i don't <laughs> i know i know a handful of facts and there are like these five colors that are these five elements and within those elements is where you get all of your creatures and spells and the the planes uh, or the the lands from which you draw mana for example, I usually played a white deck, and you know the land you have is plains, and if you're green, it's forests, and it's forests. If you're black, it's swamps. If you're red, it's like mountains, and blue is water. Clearly, of course, but yeah, just those prime elemental forces at war with each other gave mm-hmm. me flashbacks to my first boyfriend trying to explain Magic: The Gathering to me. Yeah, uh, so I'm about to get even more magic okay. gatherings okay. out of here. So uh, Anton Arcane is kind of an arch nemesis of Swamp Thing. Um, he, uh, let's see, uh, the he was created by Len Wein and Bernie Wrightson way back mm. in the day for all that stuff. But yeah, I guess him becoming kind of the champion of the rot is a more recent thing uh i know it, it d- 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 during the same t- time all these frankenstein c- comics are happening and um a- 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 animal man i know scott snyder uh is writing swamp things scott snyder uh-huh. uh got famous for i guess he didn't get famous but we've we read last year american vampire oh uh, that yeah was, by Scott Snyder, uh, but he also had a really, really famous run on Batman uh, and yeah. stuff like that. He was writing Batman here in the New Fifty Two, um, which is the same t- 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 time all of this is happening. But this is where we start to get into the parliaments, and there is a Parliament of Decay. There is okay. a p- 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 
parliament of limbs and a parliament of what do they call it? The, uh, the parliament of limbs is my favorite disco album. Right. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Where's the other uh, parliaments? Where are they? Someone out there is screaming. The parliaments of trees. Um, there's there's a couple trees of limbs already. More of them. Well, yeah, but uh, so the, so you you know the red, the green, and the black. They each yes. have this parliament, which is that they are the like protectors <laughs> of those things. But they're like the retired ones. It's it's okay. weird to explain. Yeah, they, they are so, the, they are the old mothers. Yes, right. It, it's it's like what if Swamp Thing was like, you know what? I'm done being the champion of the green. I'm gonna retire and get into politics. Ticks. Gotcha. That's kind of what it's like, or at least the way I understand no, it. No, no, this makes sense to me because this is the way the fairy courts work in the Dresden Files. There's a winter uh, yes, court and I a summer know court, about that. and then you have like um, like a, a lady, a queen, and a a crone, and like okay. whenever uh like one of them dies, you get a new one, and then they slowly age up. So like. The winter lady will one day become the winter queen, will one day become the winter crone in this, like, circle forever and ever. Yeah. Gotcha. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot lot, lot of stuff like that. I know there's also uh, the clear or the blue, which is water-based stuff. There is the white, which is, like, (laughs) air-based stuff. There's a whole bunch of of these these things that i i don't necessarily understand but i think the three main ones are the green the red and the black okay and that's something you're gonna see a lot in like swamp thing and that, okay like that darker magic yeah. side of dc comics so that stuff was was neat i liked all of that stuff yeah it's decent dark magic mythology as it goes yeah what they introduced in this book i think was easy for a newcomer like me to grasp having no idea that these were pre-existing larger concepts yeah yeah well i mean that's the thing like they weren't necessarily pre-existing like Mm, this is them kind of figuring out what yeah it is and how it works and all of that stuff um these characters seem to know k- k- kind of what it was because mm. immediately they were just like oh shit it's the rot like <laughs> not good <laughs> we need to nuke this whole t- town let's go right now um and yeah so they there's this like rot infestation we don't get all of the details because yeah it does cross uh, 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 over with Animal Man, I think there was also crossover with Swamp Thing at one point. Mm-hmm. So we miss maybe one or two issues that might give a few details because yeah. all of a sudden Met- Met- Metropolis is like taken over by this yeah. stuff. It's just like, what in the world? Like, how did they, how did they get to, to Met- <laughs> Metropolis? Right, and like, like Frankenstein is, is looking on? for Animal Man, and then after that issue, he isn't. I'm like, we don't know what happened to Animal Man. Yeah, they just drop it, uh, which is kind of the bad things about cross overs mm. like that it's just like i just want to read this book but at, at the same t- t- time like i felt like i got what was happening without yeah. reading those 
issues. Oh, who was and that? And it was small, so it was just like, okay, there was a only Miss crossover one. with something else a couple issues in. I forget the guy's name, but it was it had like an abbreviation or an acronym in it. Again, of OMAC. Course. OMAC. What's an OMAC? Uh, okay, let me look that one up. I think it's like One Man Army Corps or something. Oh, okay, gotcha. OMAC. That makes sense. Uh, Oh, that's see, that's comics. a phrase that makes sense to begin with, and then you derive an acronym from it. All the acronyms in this book, like they have a device called a Bigfoot, and the purpose of right, the Bigfoot yeah. is that it like this shields you. I mean, it, it like um, no, it, it like distorts recording equipment around you so that like while Frankenstein's off solving a supernatural crime, there won't be people like taking a bunch of pictures of whatever monster you know he's fighting mm-hmm. they won't be shooting a bunch of video like they'll record it but it will be like super like blurry and unusable right so of course the gotcha. device they would make yeah. for that they would appropriately nickname a bigfoot but they break down bigfoot into this preposterous acronym like nobody would name the thing that to begin with even if you started with bigfoot why would you then break it down into sub words you could just call it a bigfoot like from that right, i get yeah. what it does yeah, they, they, they went a little overboard on all of the, the acronyms mm. and stuff like that. So, uh, OMAC, yeah, the original version is One Man Army Corps, mm. and it was a superhero created by Jack Kirby in 1974 for DC Comics in, like, the end of his New Gods series. Um, mm. Let's see, it was re- Reportedly developed strictly due to Kirby needing to fill his contractual quota of 15 <laughs> pages a week. Uh, blah, blah, blah. As envisioned by Kirby, OMAC is essentially Captain America set in the future. Um, okay. An idea Kirby had toyed with some years earlier while at Marvel Comics but never realized. Uh, yeah, set in the near future. OMAC is a corporate nobody named buddy blank uh who is changed via a computer hormonal operation done by remote control by an ai satellite called brother i into the super powered one man army corps i don't know much about all of all that stuff um yeah yeah i've i've heard of the name i i don't know anything about uh, 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 OMAC. That was a weird thing. I, th- I think the crossover was with an, an, a comic called Checkmate. Ah! Huh. Um, which is basically like, I, I think they mentioned it in the book. They are a super spy organization, but they work for the UN. So it's not like it's not like the MI thing for England or stuff like that. This is like an international. Oh, like uncle. Yeah, sure. So all of that stuff, but yeah. Yeah. I, the rot world storyline, now that I'm trying to think about it and all of that stuff, I actually don't really remember all the stuff that happened. There was some right, like these, weird things. In yeah, there. the books are dense. They throw a lot of stuff at you. They jump around uh, mm-hmm. geographically all the time. It is a little hard to track. I will. There is one part I want to talk about where Frankenstein is injured, and Kalisa's there. Like he could 
heal Frankenstein, but he has he can like regenerate living tissue. All of Frankenstein's mm-hmm. tissue is dead. And he's like, yeah. I I can't do anything with this. And Frankenstein like blacks out hearing this and then he wakes back up and he sees that he has been healed and he's like, How did you do it? And he looks and there's like all of these people that he saved and they're all holding up their fists and all of them have have a bandage over their arm. Yeah, all of them donated like a chunk of skin graft. So Frankenstein so that Frankenstein had living tissue to be healed with. So yeah. now he's made out like he's regenerated almost. Like he's made out of an entire like new and noble crop of people. <laughs> yeah. Or it it must have been that they like chopped off their arms or, or, or stuff and then had had Khalees grow them back for those so people. So now Frankenstein but then he... is made out of a hundred wrists because they're about yeah. to chop like right here. So Khalees took like a hundred hands and made that into a Frankenstein. Yeah, basically. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Like th- th- there's, there's stuff like that that I think is interesting and fat. Like they have moments like that yeah. where I'm like this is really co- cool I like that I think the thing that also interested me was and I don't remember what they c- called it but that city that was a mirror image of Met- Metropolis yes. but it was upside down and yeah. in the sky and <laughs> hidden in some cloud and it was just like how like I've never heard of this before yeah. how has Can Superman we- like not run in to, to this thing maybe he has i'm not sure but like mm. yeah like i i, I liked that c- c- concept that it's the city literally turned upside down and then they've built walkways and stuff like it's still gravity works normal yeah it's not like they're like all of a sudden like yeah. why are you walking on the floor but it's just mm. upside down like it's no like yeah if you weren't on the, like the floor is now the ceiling and you would still fall down towards the earth so they built all of these pathways and stuff like i liked that like it wasn't really a horror concept but it was one of those things that was like this is just strange enough yeah. i think it fits with this like creature commandos these yeah. oddball groups of people like this yeah it was fascinating and fun yeah, it's eerie, and they're chasing this character through that city. Her name's Crowley, and she's this, uh, she's a poet. She's a poet that, like, became a shade operative. Forget mm-hmm. exactly how. Like, yeah, I don't want to like, do this. I'm just a writer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I just technically work for you guys because you have a publishing branch that published my book of poems. Shade has a publishing branch. I need need more information about this. Like, who is Crowley? She's really cool. She's got a neat design. She's got this, like, mystique look to her, but this texture almost like she has feathers, and she has this, like, bright design around her eyes. Like, she looks vaguely like a lot of things, but she's not a clear, like, recognizable monster or animal type the way a lot Mm -hmm. of the other characters are. Yeah, and she just sort of, like, runs in and out of the story for one issue. It's weird. I wonder what other books they publish. Does for Frankenstein have an autobiography? He should. He, I like that Frankenstein also is a big poetry fan. He's very well read and he's always quoting yeah. like Milton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a this is a good Frankenstein as Frankenstein's go. He's very intellectual. 
you know, he's got that kind of brute aspect to him, but like he's brute with a very specific just purpose. And he's he's a decent teammate. Yeah. He takes a little while to open up, but then in the end, him and Nina are very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. So apparently, according to the Frankenstein DC Comics Wikipedia page, this version of Frankenstein uh, is more, is based on a version of the Frankenstein character from uh, Grant Morrison's Seven Soldiers of Victory series, which is also a DC Comics thing, which I don't know anything about. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me see where is I, it? I blah, can blah, blah, feel blah, blah. some like secondhand shades of Morrison in this now that you mention it. There's a little bit in there, yeah. Uh where is it? Let's see. Blah blah blah. Where did it go? Uh control F Morrison. Uh, Frankenstein's latest revamping was created by Grant Morrison and Doug Mank in 2005 and is similar to Doc Frankenstein. Um, He is one of the seven soldiers and bears a resemblance to the creature as portrayed by Boris Karloff Mm -hmm. in the 1931 film uh, directed by James Whale. Yeah, so Doc Frankenstein. I guess that's also mm. a DC comic. I don't really Ow. know much about that one. Six issues, something like that. But yeah, yeah, I, I liked his character a lot. Like that. That's just the the thing. I think we just started to get a taste yeah. of them slowing down and starting to dive more into these characters. And then, unfortunately, the book was canceled. at least it has an ending and it doesn't just stop i will i I don't know about that i because the like it it ends world story ends and then they have one more issue but it's them just going on another adventure and like start oh yeah that that monster bomb weird like why 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 would they have just this one more but yeah like that's kind of what happens. It's just like, well, we got canceled. That's the end of the book. So yeah. <laughs> I said that I wish this would be like a project they would animate because uh, looking at Velcoro and Griffith, you know, these creature commandos, yeah. we don't spend a lot of time with them. And I'm like, if I could hear your voice, I feel like yeah. I could like get to know you a lot better, even if I was still given like the same amount of dialogue that you already have in the comic. Do you, when when you read comics or books and stuff like that do you give the characters different accents like when you (laughs) read them no not unless it's like i am very clearly not unless it's like a gambit unless it's a very obvious situation yeah Yeah, there i forget what the word is called you you might know but the like when their dialogue is written in the dialect that and it's very uh, I know there obvious. is a word for that, and I don't remember what it is. Yeah, I learned it in school once, and right. they were like, "This is a literary technique." Where that, and I was like, "Okay, whatever." Yeah, <laughs> and then I get to college, and I mostly read uh, romantic poetry, where it didn't come up again. <laughs> yeah, and I mostly read comics. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so yeah, like I, there, like I, I kind of did that w- with this book. I don't know why. I was just like, I, I wonder what these ca- characters sound like. Yeah, uh, I was just grasping at at Strauss. Yeah, like, like is this like a real gruff people? Frankenstein, or does he have this like very intellectual Kelsey Grammer type of voice? I, he he reminded. I I I don't know if you've seen it yet, but if you've seen The Witcher on Netflix, I have not. Or if you've played the Witcher video game, <laughs> you, you kinda, know I haven't. Kind of reminds me of Geralt from, okay. from that, where he just. Uh, Okay. All right. All right. Like he—he won't say much, but he's very gruff, right? Yeah. He—he just keeps his words to a minimum. But yeah, then when he does mumble something, he's quoting Milton. He's like, "Oh, you're actually really smart, and you're an intellectual, right?" But yeah, he's like, "To be or not to be." <laughs> right. <laughs> what if he sounds like the Kevin James Frankenstein from the Hotel Transylvania films? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but like I I was trying to c- come up with like Velcoro and I was like is 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 he Irish? Is is, is yeah. he a Welshman? It, like, what, like he feels what, what like a character guy? that would have a very strong accent or dialect right? of some kind, but is you he can't Russian? tell what it would be. Yeah, I don't know what kind of know. name Velcoro yeah. is. Velcoro, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I wish this is would be. It- I think this it- is Italian. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Okay. <laughs> he-, he could be anything. Ah, Frankenstein! You are back again! (laughs) And I say this because it harkens back to, like, those old war buddy pictures where it's like, okay, we've got a real diverse cast of characters and that we have a guy from Ireland, a guy from Italy. Right, yeah. A guy from Brooklyn. Like, that's what they would do. That's what counted. And everybody was this very big character which is dated in a lot of ways, but I feel like if you take elements of that and map it with this universal monster creature commandos thing, you could get yeah. something. That That's an interesting idea, actually, now that you mention it. I think, mm. I think, so I've I've mentioned a few times now that I felt like the creature c- 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 commandos are kind of redundant in a world where you have Justice League mm-hmm. Dark. To be honest, I kind of would like to see the creature commandos set in the 1800s. Like, yeah, I was... <laughs> set this in the time of, yeah, the, those like early universal horror films or stuff like that. I was thinking that. about what this Justice reminded me of, to keep it in the DC family, is like that gang of World War I soldiers in the Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. Where they're each like a yeah. very specific type. They're like, from a very specific place. You mentioned that, and I'm thinking of the howling co- yes, co- yes. Co- commandos from Marvel. Like, what if that, like, set in set them in World War Two or World War One, but they fight off the like weird Nazi monsters, yes. and inv- which would just make it more like Hell Boy. But still, yes, like, true. I, like. Yeah, like it seems to fit more in that 
area or like hey we are just getting reports of this uh count out in you know out in transylvania or wherever he's from and uh like we need you guys to go investigate oh right you know what's another really good like assorted group of very strong specific characters going on a eerie sci-fi adventure atlantis the lost empire throw them in something like that yeah yeah um though in dc comics atlantis does exist i know (laughs) like it's that's where that wet guy lives yeah uh but but yeah i mean we, we we don't get that and so yeah i think that in the end it's just like yeah i can see why this didn't last all that Mm. long but i i I like like i said i like the premise i would love to see it executed i'd love to watch this thing i would love to see lady frankenstein and her forearms animated somewhere yeah indeed indeed that 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 would be neat i know they've done two justice league dark animated films Mm. i almost pitched those this past week uh, but i decided not to uh but yeah i i this book was good yeah I, I, not anything to write home about unfortunately i can see why it got canceled mm. um, as, as much as i ended up liking the art it just yeah doesn't fit with dc comics no really see, i don't i don't know so it it seemed fine to me yeah i mean it, like it, it's it's a fine comic. It's a fine c- c- concept. Just with what DC c- Comics has kind of established, it doesn't re- really fit. So, oh well, that's that though. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Do 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 you have kind of final thoughts that you want to mention? Something else that we missed ah. that you want to talk about? Huh? I don't know. We get so, a, I think I've a, mostly covered it. We get a strange cameo of Maxwell Lord. I think that's also in the OMAC issue. Maxwell Lord is an interesting character. He's kind of generally regarded as a dirtbag, but in the 80s after Crisis on Infinite Earth, he was this kind of mysterious guy that okay his way into running the justice league <laughs> he was k- kind of their like mm. political liaison he is going to be in wonder woman 84 oh um, in, okay the new movie. i believe he's played by pedro P- 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 hey. pascal so i would love to see his face thing. Yeah, so <laughs> you i did remember one other thing i wanted to mention which is that the last yes. issue it's narrated by this like CIA agent who's been monitoring what he thinks is this like secret underground terrorist group, and he's been like What's in a name? bunker, like watching all of these screens, and oh, taking notes, yeah, yeah, and like yeah. getting ready. And then he like watches Frankenstein come in and like demolish the people he's been tracking for years. And then he has to go to the home office, like I gotta tell you what I saw. A Frankenstein came and killed them, and they're like. We respect you as an agent, so we are going to send you on leave for health because apparently you need it, and we're going to edit this out of your report. You are crazy. That's insane. (laughs) That would never happen. 
end scene. <laughs> I did. I did like that. It's 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 an it, yeah. It's it's kind of a funny yeah. ending where it's yes. it's yeah. It's it's just like yeah. That stuff would never. No, there's no mm. such thing as Frankenstein. What were you yeah. guys thinking? Like this is ridiculous. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of funny. But it it was an abrupt end. It was just like yeah. eh, okay. Yeah. At least it wasn't like in the middle of an arc. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, they at least got to finish up Rot World. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. But uh, let's move on to recommendations. Melissa, do you have stuff that you would recommend <sighs> if people liked this? What else might they like to check out? Um, You mentioned X- X-Files earlier. There is one of my favorite episodes of X-Files. It's in season five. And, you know, the original Frankenstein novel by... Mary Shelley. Mary Shelley was yep. Uh, it was called Frankenstein, subtitled or the post or the modern Prometheus. You know, and so there's an X Files episode called the postmodern Prometheus. This is what I'm nice. getting to. That is a takeoff on the old black and white Frankenstein movies. <laughs> the episode shot entirely in black and white. Got awesome. this real like gothic music to it, except it's also scored with share music because they go to this town. Oh, okay, <laughs> where there is like a weird scientist played by John O'Hurley who's like making weird stuff in his labs. And then you find out that he has this like deformed brother who's like mm-hmm. the Frankenstein of the story who's been sneaking into people's houses. He's obsessed with share. They keep playing share music over this episode. Jerry Springer weird. is in it. It's so, it's weird. It's a weird one, but it's stylistically because it's all in black and white and they go to this town where everybody like looks vaguely like an animal. There's like a chicken Uh lady and a pig man. It's a delight to watch. So if you just want like 45 minutes of Halloween fun, go to Hulu, go to season five of the X-Files and watch the postmodern Prometheus. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Anything else to recommend uh, on uh, your end? Oh, we've already talked about Hellboy plenty. Yeah, we mentioned Hellboy. I mentioned uh, Justice League Dark. Go read the uh, more recent series on that by, uh, I believe his name is Ram V or ah. Ram 5. I'm not sure how to say his <laughs> last name. It, yeah, look, that could it, be a 5. It, it, it could be a Roman numeral, numeral, <laughs> Ram the Fifth, um, but but yeah, go 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 read that. It's by uh, him and James Tinian the Fourth. So it's 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 by the fourth and the fifth, which is really strange, which is great. But that that book has been stellar. That book has been great. I highly recommend that book. Also, go check out things like Swamp Thing. Um, yeah, I I, yes. I know the Swamp Thing show that originally was on uh, DC Universe. I know it's going to be making its way to HBO Max, and I think they're starting to uh, re-show the episodes on the CW. I think oh. I heard. Um, I'm I'm not sure how that's working there. Um, but yeah, so stuff like that would also give you uh, more of a look into. Um, the kind of darker magic side of the DC universe. 
Yeah, I watched uh, the first couple episodes of Swamp Thing, and I did really enjoy it. I've been meaning to go back now that I've got HBO Max. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's stuff like that. Um, I would also kind of recommend Fringe. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like an X Files spinoff. It is more sci- well, science. It's not a, sci-fi it's a takeoff, not based. a spinoff. Uh, sh- it is sure, not yeah, in the same yeah. canonical universe. Uh, knockoff, yes, maybe is yeah. also a reductive t- t- term. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's more science based, more sci fi than the X Files was. That mm. was more like aliens. Do you believe? Uh, and yeah, so if if you liked kind of the idea of shade and them c- 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 kind of going on these missions to hunt down these strange occurrences and mm. things happening. I think Fringe uh, might be a show to check out. There is some good stuff in that show. Um, and then the last book that I want to, I, I, I don't know if I can say recommend. It's a weird book. It's okay. definitely not a good introductory point but it's an interesting book nonetheless uh this is the books of magic uh written by neil gaiman uh Ah. it's a comic uh set within the dc universe and it's heavily involved in the magic side of the dc universe and it's basically harry potter written Mm. 10 years before Harry Potter was a thing. Um, This is about a young boy with glasses um, who uh, has a pet owl and finds out that he is maybe the most powerful wizard Uh in the universe. And it's kind of uh, characters like the Spectre, and John Constantine and mm-hmm. Phantom Stranger all kind of debating what to do with this k- 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 kid. Of like, Who's should the we Phantom let Stranger? That's not the question. Is the blank faced guy from Justice League right? Who's a Phantom Stranger? The Phantom Stranger is more like the Watcher in Marvel okay, comics. Got it. Yeah, he, he. It's I don't I I don't know much about him. Uh, but yeah, he will kind of show up. He will kind of do things and influence things and stuff like that. Okay. okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's these big like top level magic users. I think the Doctor Fate sh- shows up and all of that stuff, and they're just being like, "Well, what do we do with this kid? Like, he's kind of a really powerful wizard, but he doesn't know it yet. Do mm. we like send him to a magic school to get him trained and?" stuff like that um so yeah that's that stuff last thing i would recommend is a more recent book Mm -hmm. not as much tied into into the magic side but i think is a good introduction especially for maybe younger readers um which is actually i think i have the book over here let me see Yep, Kyle's over there just scooting around, looking at his comics. Dan, now he's back. Volume one, I I own the first volume, Gotham Academy. Oh, Uh, you've mentioned this. I really, really like this book. Yeah, this is uh, basically what if Harry Potter was set in Gotham. 
mm. uh, where they are at this school and it's like you know the school that is has strange things going on and maybe one of the t- 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 teachers is a vampire and there's a monster lurking underneath the school and stuff like that and yeah it's these younger kids uh just k- 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 kind of exploring these mysteries and like finding out all of this stuff and uh it's set in gotham so it has this like gothic horror k- k- mm-hmm. kind of mystery style to it um and one of the characters in here maps 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 Gochi is is her name probably my favorite like new dc comics characters uh she is great she's wonderful she's obsessed with all of the dc comics characters and batman and all of that stuff it's it's fantastic worth the it's worth checking out and nice reading this book so good stuff yeah variety of suggestions there indeed (laughs) indeed okay melissa yep it is your turn to do the pitches for this week and what we will read this next week uh well i've got three halloween movies uh two of them (laughs) might be more of horror comedies i think the third one's like more of a straightforward horror and these are all kind of smaller obscure indie type films one of these i've seen the other two like i have just heard about uh Mm. and they all sound like neat odd things for us to go explore together so pitch number one this is a movie i have seen uh a buddy of mine and i watched this a couple years ago and i i don't know how i forgot about it for so long but i remembered it suddenly this week and like yelled because i'm like kyle would love this i need to pitch (laughs) this on the show (laughs) yes yes this is a movie called <laughs> You Might Be the Killer. Oh, okay. Never and heard of this one. This stars uh, Fran Kranz from Dollhouse, who's also in Joss Whedon's Much Ado About Nothing that we watched forever okay. ago on, like, episode six. Uh, okay. And Allison Hannigan from Buffy. And he plays a camp counselor who is trapped in, like, a Friday the 13th slasher situation and he keeps blacking out and he's panicking and he's covered with blood and like he calls his friend who like works at a comic book store and she's like stocking things on the shelves every time when he calls her and he's like there's this killer who's been running around the camp he's killing people like I'm afraid I'm in danger I'm covered with blood I don't know whose blood it is and she's like okay I'm listening to what you have to say are you the killer? You said you blacked out. Do you remember what happened? Do you remember seeing that yeah. person get killed? Is it you? And so it's him trying to okay. figure out, is it me? What's happening here? People are dying. Who is the killer? It's, Interesting. Good stuff. <laughs> it's really meta and campy and really well done. This was a lot of fun to watch. Pitch number two, this is a movie called The Love Witch. And I Love first... Love Witch, baby. <laughs> Love Witch, baby. And I heard of this movie from, like, a fashion YouTube channel. Like, there's a channel called Modern Girls that covers, like, 
fashion and like costume design in movies. It's pretty cool. Postmodern they, girls. Yeah. Filmed in and, black and white. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it, they did a whole video that was every costume from the Love Witch. And the okay. movie, I watched that video having no idea what this movie was. And I'm like, this looks gorgeous. I have to look this up. So this is the pitch of the movie. Oh, this came out in 2016. Cool. Elaine, a beautiful young witch, is determined to find a man to love her. In her gothic Victorian apartment, she makes spells and potions and then picks up men and seduces them. However, her spells work too well, and she ends up with a string of hapless victims. When she finally meets the man of her dreams, her desperation to be loved will drive her to the brink of insanity and murder. With a visual style that pays tribute to the Technicolor thrillers of the 1970s, The Love Witch explores female fantasy and the repercussions of pathological narcissism. Interesting. So this was made in 2016, but everything, like this is it, it's like Technicolor drenched. Everything's so bright and vivid and has this vintage kind of campy look to it. She's got like a different elaborate costume change in every scene. It reminds me a lot of like those pulpy romance comics where it's like, oh, if only I could get Brad to love me. But like the woman doing this is a witch stirring like a big vat of potions while she's gotcha. wearing sexy lingerie in the middle of okay. a pentagram drawn on the floor in blood. <laughs> like so kind of Elvira vibes. Yes. Yeah. Big Elvira okay. vibes from this movie. Interesting. Pitch number okay. three. Um, there's a vlogger I follow for her Disney parks content and she did a Q&A video once and they're like, what do you like besides Disney? She's like, believe it or not, I'm a huge horror movie fan. And somebody's like, oh, okay. And like in the live chat of the video, they're like, cool, what's a horror movie you recommend then? She's like, there's this movie called The Void. Came out in 2016. Nobody talks about it. Yeah. She's like, it's got great, like, John Carpenter, like, classic old school 80s horror vibes. And the description of this movie is when Sheriff Deputy Carter discovers a blood-soaked man limping down a deserted road, he rushes him to a local hospital with a bare-bones night shift staff. As cloaked cult-like figures surround the building, the patients and staff inside start to turn ravenously insane. Trying to protect the survivors, Carter leads them into the depths of the hospital where they discover a gateway to immense evil. Wow. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures. Mm. Yeah, I don't know anything about this movie except for her recommendation and saying that it's kind of a 80s carpenter throwback. In a way, all these movies are throwbacks to very specific past genres of film. Okay. Yeah, so we've got You Might Be the Killer... The Love Witch or The Void? Um, hmm. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I don't know. I think I'm... You know, I think I'm going to go with The Love Witch. Oh, nice! I, I, cause I, I looked up some pictures on that, and yeah, like it has this very... Um, like dreamlike yes. quality where everything is very lush, but yeah, it is that like uh, the just like like there's a certain I I don't even know what you call it like genre or style of yeah. horror that is just 
filled with detail and yes. and there's there's skulls in the background it's ornate yeah. and it's yeah all that and it looks like that so i I, mm. I i think i might go with that because it looks like that film will be uh be beautiful to watch and there's just going to be a lot of the visual stuff going on so nice let's watch that let's watch the love witch yeah i've been very excited to check this movie out and get a new heroine in the vein of your morticia adams Mm -hmm. (laughs) and lily munster and your elvira next is uh, elaine the love witch good okay nice um yeah well that is what we will do for this next week uh and i guess melissa where can people find you on the internet you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. Come see pictures of this giant cake when I'm done with it. Yeah, indeed. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. If you guys want to stay up to date with our shows, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, we are at 91 subscribers on YouTube. So please go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Help us reach past 100 subscribers uh by the end of the year i think we can do do, 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 do it we are real close uh so please help us out uh Mm. get your friends to subscribe spread the word your friends your foes your mothers uh go steal (laughs) someone's phone uh yeah word to your mother Uh uh-huh exactly (laughs) um yeah go, go go steal someone's phone and subscribe us Mm. Uh, subscribe them to us is what i should say uh but yeah that about wraps us up for episode 127 of the whatnots review show we will be back next week with the love witch until then bye bye